Welcome, everybody, to Common Sense Christianity. I am your host, as always, Ethan Foster. And today, we have a very good friend of mine who was in one of our previous podcasts when we were discussing abortion, transgenders, all of that stuff. She's an atheist, but fortunately, that doesn't affect our friendship at all. And welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you here. Hey, Ethan. What's up? <laughs> what's up, Hannah? <laughs> <laughs> so today... Today we're discussing morality, just like we did in our previous episode. Can you have a, a God, and can there be no God but still be good and evil? That's really what we're going to be conversing about today. So, Hannah, my first question for you today is: If there is no God, then isn't there no good or evil because there is no outside standard for us to abide to? I don't think that you really have to have like a standard for good and evil. You just have to be like a good person or a bad person. Like that's, it's really based off of society and kind of like a human thing. Like, what do you, what do you mean by society uh, decides morality? Well, society doesn't decide morality, but it does decide like good and evil, like it puts down laws on what you should do and shouldn't do. And so, that's like a different type of good and evil. Well, so would that justify slavery? Because that, No, it wouldn't. Because that was a law under the Constitution. So would that make it right or wrong? No, it wouldn't. What makes it, it wrong? Makes it wrong. Um, because that's just like not being good to another person. And you're not taking into account their feelings and who they are. Well, well, at the end of the day, Hannah, since there, there's no God and no immaterial realm, nothing really matters. We're just a clump of cells in motion reacting to everything that happens around us. We're just a bunch of chemical reactions. So why does it in the end matter? I mean, technically, that would be true, but we do have, like, emotions, and there's a whole, like, everybody has their own world, and we are our own person. Well, well, I'm just uh, trying to get behind the, any significance behind it. It's, it's like, we could take Cameron, for example. I don't like Cameron. Let me go and shoot him. <laughs> like, uh, what's the problem with that? He's just a bunch of cells. He won't know after he's dead. I mean, it, we're basically no different than an ant. An ant just has a few less cells, and we step on them every day. So what's, an, what's the problem behind it? Well, there is a problem behind it. I do, like, I do, I don't believe in the afterlife, but I do think life does have meaning, and everybody has a big effect on the world, and I don't think you need a god to have that. Like, I just think it's something you are born with, and... Well, Hannah, since you just brought that up, what's the meaning of life, then? meaning of life i don't think you can really know the meaning of life but i think we are kind of here to make our decisions in life and that's basically what it is like you were just making a bunch of decisions hello you still there hannah Okay, that was weird. Yeah, I know. 
Sorry about the inconvenience, everybody. It, it just somehow cut off, so we had to restart. So, yeah. let's just start start this off this way. What is good without God? If there's no God, because as I see it and as Christians see it, God is good. He's the standard of good, so anything that God does is good. So, what is good without God? I think, so, I don't think, again, I don't think you really need a God to be good or bad. Like, you shouldn't have to base it off of something, but you could just, like, base it off of your feelings because people have emotions and you know what is good and bad by what's inside and you have feelings about it. And I think you should base it off of that. Like, we're born with that feeling. So from what I'm reading from you, now people who don't care about those feelings or think that they're doing the moral, morally good thing, like Hitler thought he was doing the morally good thing, so would his actions just be a genetic defect? Um, no, I think, like, again, Hitler probably did base his feelings off of religion, and everybody does have different feelings about that and different reasons for whether they are good or bad, and everybody has different reasons behind their actions, and... It's all going to be different. Well, I, I want to fact check you for a sec. Hitler did not base his feelings off of religion. He was an atheist. And oh, so was okay. Joseph Stalin. But I can see what you're saying is there's been a lot of bad people who have justified their actions because of religion. But the point I am trying to get at is if there is no standard outside of us, emotions and feelings are different in different societies. So like here in America, we believe in basic things like freedom of speech or freedom, to, the right to bear arms, but in places like in the Middle East or just pretty much anywhere else, they don't believe in those same rights. So what what is there to determine our rights? Who's right or wrong? Because we all have different ideas, so there has to be something outside of us to determine the actual good or evil. I don't think there is something outside of us. Like, <clears throat> I think it's kind of an evolutionary thing. Like we evolved around other people. We needed other people to survive. And we like, we cared for other people and that's, it's just a human thing. Mm-hmm. Well, see there, I do believe that some adaptations can lead us to have basic moral right or um, morally right or wrong things, but I still um, certainly think that you need a God for it. In fact, I have a quote here from a very well-known atheist, Richard Dawkins, if you've ever heard of him. And he says here, in a world without God, there can be no, no evil, no good, nothing but blind, pitiless indifference, which he is exactly correct. Because the whole point of God, we see God as the moral standard the moral compass so it's like if you have a compass right and your compass points north but someone else has a compass and that compass points south but they're both facing the same direction who is right because there isn't one right compass but they're facing two different directions you know there is a clear north and there's a clear south but if you're facing north and you say well that's south then you're wrong, correct? Yes. So it's the same thing with morality. 
my view is you shouldn't murder anybody for no reason. Hitler's view is we should exterminate the Jews, the gays, the disabled to help benefit society. Like, yeah. what is there to determine that that's wrong? Because evolutionary, that's very beneficial. It's natural selection. We want the genes that are stronger to pass on. Genes that make homosexuality or make someone disabled are not beneficial evolutionary. That does not justify us uh, to kill someone. Wait, that's so weird. It keeps disconnecting. I know, man. It's like ruining a really good episode. I know, and I was making a really good point when it ended, too. (laughs) Wait, you were talking while I was talking? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because you, like, randomly started talking, or stopped talking, so I started talking. Wait, wait, here, let's end this really quick. I'm going to listen to the previous episode and see how much we got, and then we'll continue from there. All right. Okay. All right. (laughs) Sorry again, guys. Uh, It cut out again. So I I re-listened to it, and we got all my good points in. (laughs) So, Dang it. <laughs> so basically what I was uh, saying is what's what's the matter with uh, Hitler exterm- exterminating the Jews or the gays or the disabled? Because in his view and in an evolutionary standpoint, that can be viewed mm-hmm. as beneficial. So uh, what what's wrong with his moral compass if there's no true north or south in your morality? So, I base good on good and bad off of, like, so, my good would be, like, I would respect, like, you respect everybody for who they are and everything, and basically live and let live, and I don't, I don't think it was beneficial for him to kill off that many people. I don't think it could have been. Like, you said it could have been, but... Because you're just killing off a lot of people, and that's putting a big... That's evolutionary beneficial. Evolution? No. Because evolutionary beneficial would be them dying from natural causes, but like... It's still evolutionary beneficial, because let's think about it. 40 million people died in World War II. Those 40 million people, let's just assume 20 million of them had children. That's That's a bunch of people that we need to feed, so... It could have caused less starvation. It could cause more food. Less people means less global warming. I mean, if you really think about it, evolutionary, that is extremely beneficial. That's like, yay, yay, natural selection. I wouldn't say natural selection, but yes, I get your point on how it could be beneficial. But But see, the reason I think it's wrong is because I think it's wrong to murder under any circumstance. Yeah, I believe that too. But again, you, I don't think you need a god to have those feelings and base that off. Well, yeah, but I think you need a god to justify it. You, There's plenty of very nice, good atheists, but if you're an atheist, you, you have nothing to have as a standard. Exactly. So, like, you can go back, let's just say the Middle Ages ages people were just killing people for over the most weird of things but they had a standard to base it off of but they ignored it 
you can't just um, say that society decides morality or you should respect someone's feelings. Oh. There's no purpose. There's no reason because everybody is just matter in motion and a bunch of stardust. Why should I respect stardust? Well, we are, like, I do believe that we are just matter, but again, like, everybody has their own world. Like, I don't know, there's, like, like, everybody's their own person, and you live in a society where there are people, and you kind of have to respect them. And, like, huh. Well... With that, Hannah, I'm going to move on to one of our last questions. So, is All there right. any justice in atheism? If so, how does that work? Without a god, there cannot be any ultimate justice. What do you mean by justice? Like justice. So, take for example, if if someone commits murder, right? You throw them in jail for life or you execute them. That, that's justice. So, oh, in yeah? Christianity, okay. if... We, if you are a sinner, you go to hell because um, God cannot allow anybody with sin into heaven, which is why Christ was necessary. So what is uh, the ultimate justice in atheism? Can, justice, can there be... I think... So that, that one, I think, is based off of society because technically, there, I don't think there is a major justice, like an afterlife justice, but... Mm-hmm. I do think that that one is purely based off of society. If you kill somebody, you will go to jail most Why? of the times. Because that's how society bases it off of. Because, again, like, we all have those feelings, or most of us do. And if you do kill somebody, that is, like, a bad thing. Well, yes, it's a bad thing uh, because you're killing someone in the image of God, in my view. But it's not a bad thing if you're just a clump of cells. Well, that does, again, like you said that we're just clumps of cells, but there's more than that. No, there's not. You're a materialist, aren't you? No, I'm not. I, no. Yeah, you, yeah, you believe in only material, don't you? You don't believe in any spiritual realm. I don't, I don't believe in a spiritual realm, but that does not mean... I don't think humans are just like a clump of cells, I think we do have more to us. Like, there's... Such as? Like, we have feelings and emotions, and we have thoughts, and... Yeah, but that's, like, all, that's all just chemical reactions. Yeah, technically, but... So that you're a materialist. Yeah, I mean... Yes, because I don't believe that we do have spirits, but I do believe that, like, I'm stating this a lot, but people are their own person, and they should, like, like, they are their own person, and they have. You still there, Hannah? Gosh, you're just. Wow. You back, Hannah? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> oh my gosh, this yeah, thing! I know, I know it keeps. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Yeah. Oh well. So, one question just came up in my head, and this will probably be our last question: Is what is the point of living a good life when there's no reward or punishment for your actions? Well, I okay. That's something I can talk. 
Okay, so I really think that you shouldn't have, like, does it, let me, does it really mean anything if you're doing good things just to get rewarded? No, I don't do good things just to get rewarded, but I'm just saying in your point of view, why can't, why can't I just do stuff that enjoy, that benefits me um, emotionally and like, uh. What makes me happy, but it can still be wrong. So, like, what's the point of doing what's right instead of what's wrong? The point of it? I don't think you should, like, I don't think you need a point to it all. Because, like, a good person, like, if you have a good person and he's being a good person just to be a good person, that's a lot more meaningful than a good person because he wants to go to heaven or he believes that well, God is watching him do these good things. Well, it, yeah, of course, but the, I'm not even saying that to do it just because there's a God. I, I think you should do good things just because you should do good things, and that's the same way God views it. But I, the point that I'm trying to get behind is, is what's the matter with people? For example, people will find pleasure in raping people. I don't know, but... It, It's like, I find it wrong because it is wrong and there's a moral injustice to it. And I hope and pray that people who do that will get punished in hell for eternity. But then again, without a heaven or hell, there's no ultimate justice. So what's the point of respecting people or just just doing what's right? Why should we care about the homeless or the needy or just what's the point to it all? Because that's, again, like, you're caring about other people's feelings and them. And I don't think that should be based off of, like, God and that. I don't think it should have. Or it could. Being a good person for being a good person is important. And I don't think you have to have a God for that. Well, of course you don't have to. But it's all, it's all about justification for it. It's like, since feelings and emotion are just chemical reactions in your view... I view them no different. I would have to view them no differently than a chemical reaction in Miss Campos class or biology class. Like Well, you're assuming that an atheist like does not care about anybody? No, that's not what I'm assuming. I am assuming with the world view that you that there's no point in caring about it. Okay, but like do you really have to have a point to care about somebody? Like you can just, well, yeah, it's like a human thing. You care about other people, and you care about their feelings and emotions. Well, all I'm saying is I'm putting it into terms. So, like, I, I have good reasons for why I want to care for someone or I want to be good to someone. And those reasons aren't just God. It's because I find a special value and purpose in that person. But since there's no yeah. value and purpose, and we're no different than an, an animal, than a cow that's eating the grass, I don't see why I can't treat a human the same way I treat a cow or a cockroach or an ant. Because we're all the same, just different amounts of cells. Okay, I do think, I actually do think that, like, there's not a big moral difference between a cow and a person. But I think that people don't treat them 
Right. Like we give them different standards. Yeah, as we should. I, I don't think we should. I think we well, should just I respect know. everybody and everything. I do respect everybody and everything. But then again, I need to eat. I'll eat a cat. <laughs> I, I yeah. don't find the same value between an ant and a person for a multitude of reasons. Mostly because I think yeah. uh, humans are distinguished by God because we are created in his image at the beginning of creation. And, and that's what gives us a huge amount of our value. Now, I, then again, let me clarify. I am not saying atheists are not moral. I am not saying that they do not care about people. Atheists are, I know a lot of good atheists in my family, and I have a lot of good atheist friends. But the whole point of it is, is there is no justification. There is no reason. And there is, there's just nothing out there. We're just cells in motion. And if, if there is no... Uh, moral standard or moral justification for anything i think we should just do what's evolutionary beneficial so i don't like i think if you're a good person and you don't have a reason for doing it or a point for doing it like a lot of people don't know the meaning of life and they're still a good person and they still know that you should be good to others and i think that means like a lot more than somebody I'm not saying it's a bad thing but I'm saying it means a more than somebody's doing it for a purpose because you're just being a good person out of being a good person rather than doing it because of God well and then again I I stress the point that there there cannot be any good or evil because there's no standard so someone murdering someone can be considered good or evil, depending on your perspective. It's all opinions. And I just read you a quote from Richard Dawkins a few minutes ago that proved my point on that. So it's just a matter of an opinion. You and I can agree on a lot um, when it pertains to good and evil. I believe everybody should have rights and has the right to life. You and I can agree to that. But you and I have different viewpoints on that. I think that because they're created in the image of God and they're created fearfully and wonderfully made, as David puts it. But you think that you should just respect them, that that value is what you create it to be, which can be right. But honestly, I don't see any... I need justification for it, honestly. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, the... Like, for example, you bring up people who, uh, what was it, that don't know the reason for life, but they're still good people. Where do they get the definition of good from? They get it from society, correct? Again, I think that's an evolutionary thing. Like, we are born to know what is, we are, like, we're born to know some good and some bad. Like, we wouldn't go and kill somebody that we loved. We wouldn't go and kill anybody as a kid because we would respect them like it's something we're born with well i can agree with you to a certain extent but we are also born with um evil or sin or whatever the heck you want to call it see the problem is with that argument is it justifies every wrong person because all they have is a genetic defect if they think differently, it's all a matter of their genetics. And you can't get mad at them because they have no control over it. It's just their genetic default. So it's basically like a cancer. 
No, I don't. I don't think you shouldn't get mad at them. But like, think of like a person who cannot feel sympathy and does bad things because they cannot feel. Mm-hmm. And would they be like a person of the devil? Like, I don't think God would create somebody like that. Well, uh, but it's not their choice. Personally, my view on it is uh, the. The devil either tricks you or you just accept the devil. Because in my view, there's a couple choices here. You can either choose the way of God, which is a very um, easy, but, well, actually, it's a very hard way. But Or you can choose the way of the world, which is the devil. Now, there's different degrees of that. But uh, anything that's evil is of the devil. Anything that's good is of God. You, you see what I'm trying to distinguish here? God doesn't create someone evil. He creates the person, and the person decides the evil. God gave us this, probably the most so, important right ever, and that is free will. Okay. But, so, somebody who's born a psychopath, or, like, they have no emotions, and they are born without sympathy... They had that choice. Uh, well, you would have to give me a particular example. Um. I, okay. I, because I'm not so, aware of someone that's born with no emotion. I. You've never okay. No, that's like born without sympathy. Like some people cannot feel. Cannot feel sympathy. Great, it just cut out again. Oh, Lord. All right, you're back, Hannah? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You, you were talking about people being born oh. without sympathy. Oh, hang on. Mine is like... Dude, mine is like glitching out really weird. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. It says I'm still trying to connect, but I can hear you. And then there's like the music. Ugh. Well, okay, can we do that one more time? So, you you were okay, talking no, about... How... No, I'm on. All right, good. So, you were talking about um being born without sympathy or or emotion. So, you're asking yeah, me a I question about that? It's about that, and then it just cut out. Yeah. All right. So, let me think. So... Where did I leave off? I think I was... Well, well, you were asking me if God created a person without sympathy. Yeah, okay. So that wouldn't be their choice, right? Like, you well, said that... I, yeah. In a way, but, yes, but it, it wouldn't be their choice being born without sympathy, but that's a result of a fallen world. A fallen world? Yeah, a fallen world. So... You, you know the Adam and Eve story, correct? Yeah. So by their sin, everybody that was born after that had sin. So sin basically um, destroys everything. So God had to remove himself from the world, and the devil basically takes over the world. But God intervenes to help make its plan to redeem us and to save us from the devil. So it's basically a constant war. Okay, I feel like there's 
some problems with that. Okay, go ahead. Like, I don't see why if, okay, if God, you think God loves everybody, right? I do. So why would he remove himself from the world and why would he stop fighting? Because, okay, so you would have to turn to John 1-1 where it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was with God in the beginning. Now, what I view the Word as, that John is describing in his Gospel, the, the Word I see is basic moral principles. So I think there is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which makes the triune God in existence for eternity. So they're eternal, right? Same thing with moral law. So God by definition, can not be in the presence of evil. At least God the Father, at least. He can't be in the presence of evil because if he is, the Bible tells us that he will have to destroy it from existence. So, okay. so God had to remove himself because of that. Now, despite popular belief, there are some things God can't do that are logically impossible. God can do everything logically possible. You get what I'm trying to say there? Yeah. Okay. But see, see, the true love story that is in the Bible is God had to punish us because of the eternally existent moral law. God had to punish us, but he promised a redeemer of Jesus Christ, right? This... Jesus was predicted thousands and thousands of years before he even existed. So then Jesus came on, to, God put himself in the flesh. So we view Jesus as the incarnation of God in the flesh. So he comes down on earth and he was the only person that can save us because he had to die for our sins. He had to take the punishment that we, that we would face in hell. And he would take it on. And he would die for us so that if we accept his blood, his blood atones us, it covers us before the sight of God the Father. Okay. So, honestly, I feel like, again, going back to the good and bad thing, I feel like believing in religion, that's kind of an easy answer for everything. No, so I'm not, not saying it's a bad answer. It is is not at all an easy answer. Believing in a religion is. I hate hate it when the term religion is used because religion is just a process. What I believe in, and I'm trying to restrain from calling myself a Christian because Christian, it can be... Ethan? A bunch of things. Yeah, sorry. Oh, you just cut out for... Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right, so I view religion as a process, as a system. But what I view my belief as is a relationship with Christ. By me, all you have to do, Hannah, is accept Christ as your Savior and his blood covers you. And you are made holy and perfect. Now, you will still sin, but Christ's love and his blood on the cross is what saves you. So... You're saying, so, if somebody becomes religious, they're automatically holy, and even if they sin? Uh, Like I said, I'm trying to make a distinction between my beliefs and religion. Religion is doing a bunch of things, which is why I'm not Mormon, because they believe in grace by works. Just directly contrary to Christianity. What it is, 
is if you say, God, I am a sinner, Paul says it very well. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. That is it, Hannah. It does not matter what people tell you. You have to do this, this, and this. That is wrong according to the Bible. It says it very clearly. For you are saved by grace through faith, not by works, but only by the grace of God. Okay. All right, so that's just differing yourself from Mormons, right? That's a huge difference. Now, there's a lot of other differences, but I say that is the most important and main difference, and which is why me and Cameron don't consider Mormons Christians. That's a huge part. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. See, no one's explained it to you like that, have they? No, I don't really research this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Well, I encourage you to start researching it. It's a very interesting topic, but um, people who put the moral argument in a much better perspective, I would recommend Ravi Zacharias, Dr. Frank Turek, somebody like that. I think William Lane Craig does stuff on that, too. I'll send, I'll send some people for you. But Hannah, All right. thank you for coming on the show to talk about it. Thanks to everybody who's listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends, family, co-workers, whoever is interested in topics like like these. Thank you, Hannah, for being with us. We can't wait to have you on again. And God bless you. All right. You just listened to an episode of Common Sense Christianity. We thank you, as always, for listening. Make sure you share it with your friends, um, family, co-workers, whoever wants to learn about religion and Christianity. And God bless you.